This is All India Radio. In the program Spotlight, we now bring you a discussion on India-Indonesia bilateral relations. The participants are Skand Ranjan Tayal, former diplomat, and Manas Pratim Bhuyam, journalist. Ambassador Tayal, India and Indonesia held their sixth joint commission meeting in New Delhi yesterday, discussing a range of issues, including issues relating to strategic affairs and ways to broaden our ties in trade and investment. So how do you see overall relationship between India and Indonesia going forward in the last few years? Uh, before we talk about the relationship, it is uh, important for us to note that Indonesia is the fourth largest uh, country in the world in population. It is 15th largest economy with more than $1 trillion. And most importantly for the Indo-Pacific region, Indonesia lies right at the heart of it. And it has more than 3,000 islands which really link Indian Ocean with Pacific Ocean. And also along it goes the exit from South China Sea towards both Pacific as well as towards India. And another very important fact is that our Andaman and Nicobar Islands are just about 60 kilometers from the Sumatra Island. So in that context, Indonesia is very important for us. Indonesia has traditionally been a very good friend of India. In fact, the Indonesian culture is very close to our culture. And as we go forward, the trade and investment ties are becoming more and more important. And also element of defense and security relationship is also being added to the old relationship. So Prime Minister Modi visited Indonesia in November last year during which he held extensive talks with President Joko Widodo on how to further deepen our bilateral ties and to deal with threats of terrorism and extremism. So as a strategic country located in the Indian Ocean region, as you rightly said, Indonesia is very important for us from our Indo-Pacific region also. So how do you see the overall defense and strategic ties going forward because India has also eyeing to have a base in Sabang Island in Indonesia for our Navy. So how do you see India and Indonesian ties going forward? What are the areas of convergence? How can we further deepen ties with Indonesia and how we can have a common maritime interest in the region? Today, the Foreign Minister of uh, Indonesia, Madam Ratno Marsudi, said that the Indo-Pacific region should be a source of cooperation, not conflict. And this is really the biggest convergence which India has with Indonesia, that the entire area, Indo-Pacific area, should remain in areas of peace and stability. And we see in some ways it is coming under pressure. In fact, uh, Indonesia itself, it has an island called Nantua and that is being claimed by China under their seven dot line or nine dot line where it really has no claim whatsoever. So Indonesia is worried and also wants that rules, everything should be according to the rules and UN Conference on the Law of the Sea rule should be applied and in that there is convergence. And it will be good if India and Indonesia enhance their cooperation in maritime domain, including exercises. And Indian and Indonesian navies are also doing some corporate exercises, some common patrolling exercises, and that should be widened. But how do you see India's plan to have a base in Sabang, which is around 175 kilometers uh, southeast of uh, southernmost island in India's 
own Andaman Nicobar. So how do you see this plan? In fact, how can it further broaden our maritime cooperation? As India is now enhancing its Navy and we are now going beyond Indian Ocean and other countries also have expectations whether it is anti-terrorism, anti-piracy or even under any eventuality. So what uh, India Navy is looking for is to have logistic arrangements and supply arrangements with different countries, whether it is Singapore, whether it is uh, Indonesia, and uh, now with Japan also there is a proposal to have some kind of an arrangement. So it is a very long-term objective, and if a Blue Water Navy has to go out of India, then from time to time it will need refueling, it needs supplies, and for that this base in uh, Indonesia would be very useful. The result by the both countries to deepen maritime cooperation has come at a time when China has been expanding its maritime presence in the Indian Ocean region, which is a matter of concern for India. Chinese submarines, nuclear submarines, are also making forays into Indian Ocean region, as per reports. How do you see the entire scenario China expanding its military presence in Indo-Pacific region as well as in the Indian Ocean region, and uh, India trying to reach out to like-minded navies and like-minded countries in the world to ensure peace and stability in Indo-Pacific as well as Indian Ocean region. How do you see it? If one looks at the future plans for our PLA Navy, People's Liberation Army Navy, they will have four to five aircraft carrier group and most certainly they want to expand their area of operation from South China Sea, etc., both towards the Pacific and towards Indian Ocean. And uh, all the countries of the region are worried about it. They are, uh, some of us are very alarmed about it. And it is very important that the Indian Ocean region, which has been free of any conflict, any tension, for the last three, four decades, after the Bangladesh War and particularly after the Vietnam War was over in 1975, it is practically a very peaceful area. And Chinese Navy, when it comes in large numbers, it will try to disturb the status quo. And uh, that is a source of concern. But what Prime Minister Modi has said very clearly again and again that the idea of Indo-Pacific is an inclusive idea, that it should be open, it should be transparent, it should be inclusive. And if China adheres to the rules of the game and does not try to intimidate any country and grows peacefully, then it will be easier for the rest of the countries to adjust to it. And in that uh, long-term perspective, India and Indonesia are natural partners because if Chinese Navy becomes more assertive, then both Indonesia will come under pressure as well as India will come under pressure. As many countries in the region, India and Indonesia have also been facing the problem of radicalization of youths, terrorism and extremism. So how do you see what kind of cooperation India and Indonesia can envisage to further boost their anti-terror cooperation to deal with challenges of radicalization and extremist ideas? Do you see any specific area of convergence and cooperation, particularly like sharing of intelligence information and deepening cooperation between the security agencies? Indonesia is the world's largest Muslim population country and historically Indonesian Islam has been very inclusive, very tolerant and it has a very friendly attitude towards all the other religions. As we know, Bali, a big island in Indonesia is fully Hindu, old Hindu culture is there. But unfortunately, the uh, Indonesian, some segments of the population became radicalized. And we saw in around the last five, six years back, there were many terrorist attacks in Bali also and other places. So Indonesia is very worried. 
So there is a lot of scope for intelligence cooperation between India and Indonesia. So apart from uh, strategic issues, I mean, a large number of Indian companies are also operating in Indonesia and I mean, we have a good uh, trade relations. So what do you think, how do we actually, both the countries can further enhance, further strengthen trade and economic ties? Trade and investment is a very important component of India-Indonesia relationship. Bilateral trade is about 20 billion US dollars, but uh, the objective is to raise it to 50 billion US dollars by 2025. India imports a lot of palm oil, a lot of coal for our thermal power stations comes from Indonesia, and more than 1 billion dollar has been invested by Indian companies in Indonesia in textiles and other areas. And there is a lot of scope for it to grow. And Indonesian investment is also growing in India. It's about 600 million US dollars. So in some ways, our economies are complementary because Indonesian raw materials, whether it is coal, timber, palm oil, etc., are utilized by India in our industry. And it can be a very good destination for the manufactured products from India. In talks between uh, our external affairs minister S. Jaishankar and Indonesian foreign minister Marsudi yesterday, both the sides have also focused on deepening defense cooperation. I think there have been proposals to explore some kind of collaborative approach in developing military platforms between two countries. That has been going on for some time, but I think the first thing will happen is there will be bilateral naval exercises. One has already taken place. That may become more regular. But uh, there is also uh, interest in co-production and joint development of some defense platforms. So how do you see it? It's a big shift. I mean, India was looking to Indonesia as a kind of export destination for our defense equipment, to sell defense equipment to Indonesia. Now we are just looking at co-development, joint development of military platforms. So there's a big shift in our approach towards Indonesia. I mean, we are not looking at Indonesia as a country which will buy our equipment. We are now looking at Indonesia as a country which can collaborate with us in developing various platforms. Indonesian economy is growing and uh, their uh, human resources are also good and uh, in any such situation one has to evolve a partnership and uh, India is keen that uh, it may not be just a buyer-seller relationship, it should become a more a strategic partnership as it is called a new comprehensive strategic partnership. So the comprehensive word perhaps means that uh, both countries will develop together and in defense area also some attempts will be made for joint research and development. Connectivity is a very, very important area for deeper trade. So how do you see connectivity projects, long-pending projects going forward? Uh, we want to deepen connectivity with Indonesia. Indonesia is looking at, in fact, more connectivity with India. So what is your views about enhancing connectivity between the two countries? Connectivity perforce has to be by sea and already Sumatra is very close to us so three lines are open and there is a lot of trade for people to people also now the number of flights has been increasing gradually and lots of tourists from India go to Indonesia particularly to Bali so land connectivity otherwise is not possible given the peculiar geographic structure of Indonesia but when ASEAN car rallies were held then destination was up to Indonesia. So there is a attempt that ultimately when this trilateral highway etc. are made and India gets connected to ASEAN, 
that it should also extend to Indonesia. So uh, Indonesia is a very key member of the ASEAN and uh, India's related, I mean, close relationship with uh, ASEAN as well as Indonesia. Is it complementary actually? It is very complementary. ASEAN headquarters are in Jakarta and it is the most populous country in ASEAN and it is in many ways one of the leaders of ASEAN. And uh, Indonesia is keen that India joins the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership Agreement and their Foreign Minister, Madame Retno Marsudi, also mentioned this. So with the help of Indonesia, perhaps we can address those issues which are of our concern and which prevented India's joining RCEP last month in Bangkok. And in those negotiations, as we go forward, Singapore, Indonesia, they will be our bigger partners. Sir, how do you see overall ties going forward, particularly people-to-people exchange, because we have very strong cultural linkages with Indonesia, our strategic partnership, our trade going forward. We are celebrating 78 years of diplomatic relations. So how significant it is? It is very significant if we look back in history. After the Second World War, the Dutch did not want to make uh, Indonesia independent. And in 47, of course, the decolonization process, India was the first country and in United Nations and elsewhere, we helped Indonesia in gaining acceptance of United Nations to become a free country. So 70th anniversary of our relations is a milestone in our relations. Thank you, Ambassador Skantile. It was a pleasure talking to you. Thank you. You were listening to a discussion on India-Indonesia bilateral relations. The participants were Skandaranjan Thayal, former diplomat, and Manas Pratin Bhuyan, journalist. This program was produced and presented by the News Services Division of All India Radio. This program is also available on our website, newsonair.com. You can also follow us on News on AIR app, for updates, you may email your opinion about this program at airnsdtalks at